All right, you're listening to the Modena Cast with your host, Daryl Felsberg. That is me. And uh, we're we're in a uh, kind of a, a, a weird time when you think about it. Christmas is over. Uh, we're coming up on New Year's, and uh, it's that weird uh, week in between the uh, the two holidays, and you don't know what what to do. Um, you get your, your Christmas trees uh, uh, still up and, and all that stuff, so it's kind of a fun time for folks on the holidays. So uh, we're going to get right to it. We're going to uh, have a guest online in a moment, and we're going to be talking about the upcoming national uh, all kinds of great things. So I'll tell you what, in fact, let's just go ahead and go to the phone now. On the line, your District 10 Director for the National Pigeon Association, Cam DeTagonon. Am I saying that right, Cam? Uh, yeah, DeTagonon. It's um, actually, the, um, well, thank you for having me. No, well, thank you for, uh, for yeah. being on. Cam, tell us, yeah. uh, I, I, I just, for some reason or another, I don't know why, but when I did a little bit of legwork before getting into the show, I realized you're the District 10 Director for the MPA. Can I be frank and say I did not know that? I assumed you were some sort of a PR director because I constantly see you on social media posting videos about shows, about the hobby, upcoming events, all kinds of great stuff. Uh, you're just a, a, a super proactive district director. Yeah, thank you very much. So, um, well, we're celebrating 100 years of the NPA. National Pigeon Association has been around for 100 years now, uh, 1920. So way back when they started putting um, district directors in uh, geographical areas, I actually help. Um, with California, Hawaii, and Mexico. I'm in Hawaii at the moment. That's where you live. So um, that's your home is Hawaii. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I've been um, born and raised 50 years here in Hawaii. Terrific. Um, so what they started to do? This is what happened. We, uh, you know, the current president John DiCarlo, mm-hmm. uh, is um, he's been a lifelong pigeon guy. He's always been an innovator. He's always been um, like he's transparent. He wanted to. Bring it back to the guys. So what's happening is, um, certain districts, um, you get your friends like that. Like you're, you're, you're the, you're a PR guy, but you're also a director. You're something, right? With the National Medina guys, uh, Western so, Vice President. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So here, yeah, you're my buddy. There we go. I want to be a president, but you know, you should go to the chain of command. Okay. I would never run against you. I would never run against you. Never run against you. All these years. Here we got two guys in the same district. Awesome guys. Yeah. But they won't run against each other. So we've been having a lot of that. And, you know, the, the, the regular guy who's been there and you have to stick in command, but he doesn't want to be, step up because sure. buddies. Yeah. So what we have to do is we have to break down the district and I mean, the geographical areas and say, hey, we've got 10 guys who want to be directors. And I, I, I help. Yeah. Again, thank you so much about the PR part. And that's my. That's my my mission is promotion. That's my my thing. So it, it, I've been, it, it almost seems like a, like a secondary passion behind pigeons yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, just not to get too forward by myself, but going back to that question, is what what we had to do is we had to say, hey, ten guys, ten people who are up to the job, and that ten people will be directors. So as of twenty twenty. Uh, we're going to start a new chapter. Any 10 people with the most, uh, most votes 
movie film director, and they can cross geographical. Because I had a lot of people who in Florida wanted me to help them, mm-hmm. but I had to give it up to the Florida guy because right. that's his his area. I, I can be smashing toes. I don't want to just kind of. So we're, we're becoming bit, bigger and better, and um, we want to grow, and you know, worldwide. Um, uh, I've noticed worldwide, Indian hobbyists has kind of hit a plateau. We want to open it up because of Facebook where the world has become smaller. Well, you know, we can access everywhere before when I first got, um, honestly, when I was in Facebook, when first I was on AOL, everybody remember AOL. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Not too much people do. Okay. Sure. So I started pigeon, pigeon groups in AOL and nobody was around. I started pigeon groups in Yahoo. And that went well. Everybody went that that way. I started a whole bunch, and I just walked away. Because I'm actually a United Parcel Service guy. Oh, okay. Um, this time of year is very, very crazy. Sure. Um, yeah, I've been with my wife since 93. I have two kids. They're pretty awesome. They're, they've, been, they've been pigeons ever since they were born. I was in, I was, I'm a, have you ever heard of a, a cradle uh, pigeon guy? You know, I, I've been a, uh, yeah, I've been in pigeons. My dad's been in pigeons since he was 10. Okay. Um, we've been racing ever since. We won a whole bunch of stuff in Hawaii. Um, but this is before all the probiotics and everything. My dad was very homeopathic, honey, weed germ oil. Yeah. Um, gave, you know, all that kind of good stuff. And I'm kind of trying to, trying to segue into your, your Newcastle disease, um, by the way. Right. So right. everything was proactive, proactive, proactive. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, uh, this is before the internet, just back in the 70s, 80s, everybody started using steroids, supplements, so all this stuff, spending thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, not cheating, because there's no way back when, you know, when you race, there's no, it's not cheating, it's whatever you use, you use. Yeah. But my dad was just a simple, small Filipino guy with five birds, 10 birds, bring them to the club every Saturday night. And Hawaii is very unique. We have to fly over uh, a bunch of water. Oh, yeah. Fly over. Yeah, we cargo over to another island. Mm -hmm. Six o'clock in the morning, they release it. The birds have to know how to fly over a bunch of water and trust their instinct to go to another island. So my dad used to win a whole bunch of stuff and my dad doesn't like confrontation. My dad might. Um, he just said, hey, you guys aren't mad at me because I'm winning. I'm done. And I had to learn humbleness from my dad. And it's like, you do what you got to do. You know, you know your birds. And if you feel that your birds are the best, hey, that's good enough for you. It's similar like the show. The show National Pigeon Association is having their grand national 100 years. We have a banquet. We have an auction. And we have a bird show. It's a bunch of, we hope to have at least 5,000 people, uh, 5,000 5, entries. The most ever was in San Bernardino, I think almost 8,600. Yeah. Ontario had about 65. Did you ever go to the Ontario one? Uh, no, I did not. years back? I did not go to the Ontario one. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, and then, so the California was a big thing. We're supposed to have that in uh, Fresno this year. Right. But because of Newcastle disease. Um, and the people who are not being responsible, right. um, that, that, that 
sad, sad, sad situation is still in the California area. It's still in hanging around the San Bernardino, that lower uh, Southern California area. Right. We actually had a breath of fresh air and everything was no, 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 no cases, confirmed cases was around. But oh. just within the past month or so, yeah. we had some popping up. Oh, no. I won't give you exact numbers because sure. I don't have the numbers because there's a lot of rumors on the, uh, and I want to tell your listeners, you know, rumors are rumors. Right. Go do your research. Do your research. Right. Because that's what I do. And then going back to my promotion wise, when I, when I was back in the AOL, mm-hmm. or back in the Yahoo, and I was in Facebook, I love to go onto Google. I love to go on the research and find social media platforms. And here was a Facebook. And I started a bunch of Facebook groups. If you guys ever see anything with FB in it, the Modena FB group, uh, or uh, Roller FB group, Rail Breeze FB group. At one time, I was actually the admin for 36 FB pigeon groups. Oh, wow. Um, okay. 32 um, pages, Facebook pages. I was just promoting. I mean, because that's when I started um, get boxed, when I really got back into the pigeons, there was nothing, no research, no videos. YouTube just, uh, I, I was one of the first guys with a YouTube um, video about pigeons coming into the world. Mm-hmm. You can see that video. Not to plug my stuff for me. I'm here to plug you. Right. <laughs> Not to plug on. I have my own um, channel. And one day, I was just looking at, hey, a pigeon's coming up. And I videotaped it. And it's, it's got a nice uh, a nice following. Um, a lot of people watch. Never did see pigeons coming into the world. Right. And what was it? It's called uh, Pigeon Coming Into the World, Hawaii. Okay, I have to check that out. About a, yeah, 341 views. It's not that much. I'm sure yeah. you have all went to them, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, going back to the Newcastle disease, we just need people to be responsible. People are starting to sell stuff, and if, there's, if they feel that's their livelihood, so they have the responsibility, they have the obligation to sell stuff and move birds if they want, but they shouldn't. They should just make everybody shut down, stop moving, right. the disease fires, and then we can have, um, you know, world come back into peace, but it's not like that. So, so it's an issue. Um, of, yeah. At this point, it's an issue of responsibility on the fancier side. They're yeah. not, they're, they're moving birds yeah. when they shouldn't. Maybe they've been quarantined or they're just told, sit still, <clears> you know, don't show anything because we've heard of the, uh, the squads literally coming in and uh, expiring an entire group of birds, just just eliminating uh, everything there, yeah. and that's that would be yeah, make, terrifying. Yeah, yeah. So make sure your listeners know it's pretty much not the pigeon guy. I mean, I didn't want to put out a uh, sure. species, but it's the chicken guys. The chicken guys. Yeah, so the chicken guys, um, who are at most risk, but they are the one that. Keeping, well, this is all rumors and this is all speculation. The chicken guys who are fighting chickens or raising chickens to eat, whatever, what they're, what they're doing is they're crossing boundaries, they're hiding their birds, and the disease is still there. Right. The chicken, um, okay, wait, let me get my cat out. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so the chicken, yeah, uh, we call him Kraken. His name is um, Keanu, like Keanu Reeves, but. <laughs> They'll let go of the Kraken. So, 
Okay, so um, let me make sure you guys uh, know, know. Pigeons are not a carrier right. of this disease. Okay, so the disease, the Newcastle disease, is not. Uh, but in the in the, the squad or you know right. the government's case, anything with a feather is a carrier of the disease. Anything with a feather. Just, so if you have an ostrich yeah. or a parakeet and one chicken, you have thousands of birds on top of it. You have the one chicken who is sick. They'll come in, oh, you have a sick, and they'll, they'll get rid, they expire, or um, euthanize everything. Everything. And, and, and even, though they, even though a pigeon is not a carrier, the the, yeah. the the government, I guess they don't have time to decipher or don't care. They don't value um, those birds. They're just like we got to get rid of the whole thing, otherwise it's not going to get any better. So they're just they're almost playing safe than sorry. Yes, it's because it's not hit the commercial chicken industry or the commercial um, turkey industry or any type of commercial industry for our food. Right. And they don't want that to happen. Like the mad cow disease or whatever, you know, no. they don't want it to happen to our human consumption um, livelihood. Okay. But it's getting close. So they, instead of, and they're, okay, this is all rumors. They're compensating people with all their losses. So a lot of these guys who are saying, Oh, I, you know, they killed my bird. They don't tell you that they're getting, they're getting a hefty amount of money because they think oh, wow. a government government released several million dollars to the other part of the government. I mean, I don't want to. Wow. So that's name that, names. That, yeah. So some of these uh, these these chicken breeders or or maybe they're they're producers for uh, meat consumption or whatever. They they they're fine. Come get them because we were going to sell them anyway, and uh, you're making yes. it a lot easier for them. Wow. So these guys who are being, I mean, I, I, again, I, I want to be nice to all, sure. all of your listeners. Um, I'm Filipino, and Filipino has their stereotypes of, you know, what they eat. <laughs> wow. um, you know, so the thing is, a lot of these guys are, they're, they're, you know, we're all adults here. We know um, there's chicken fighting, pigeon racing, sure. horse racing. Uh, dog fighting. We love our animals, but some people love animals differently and treat animals in a commodity way. Right. I'm sure all your Medinas, you would never lay a hand on them. Right. You know, there is a word named call, culling, but culling is throughout right. the whole animal industry to get that perfect Pekingese or perfect Pomeranian. You do what you gotta do. Right. And people don't want to talk about it. It's sure. the Angus. You're Angus. Yeah, but that's besides point. Well, well, you <clears throat> so know, here yeah. in Hawaii, in Hawaii, there's a lot of, it's hard to live in Hawaii. So people come up to me and say, hey, you got extroverts. And I know what they're going to do. Oh, you know? I see, yeah. So we go. So there's, there's people with chickens who fight chickens. Yeah. And then the people go there, hey, you got extra chickens. And they, they do what they do. Right. So, but, well, so the money-wise, Money is the root of all evil in so many different cases, and that's what's keeping. I thought I. This is not the National Pigeon Association director sure. talking. This is Cameron, mm-hmm. who's been in when the Newcastle disease first started a couple of years ago. I was on it. I was pushing. I was pushing. 
But I got so overwhelmed, kind of took over my life with social media. I took over my life. And I just, there's a lot of things that you have to say in life. Say, hey, you can't, you have control over it. Mm-hmm. But people are adults. And that's what I've been doing. Pushing the, 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 the education. And going back, kind of do an overview. Pigeon, because this is a pigeon podcast. And again, thank you for letting me be on it. Mm-hmm. Pigeon is not, they, they claim, there's a report, of one pigeon having the capsule disease. Um, everything else, they don't have it. But then the pigeon's uh, internal temperature mm-hmm. can burn off almost any, any, any disease, right? Something right. like that, right? Correct. Okay. So this one doctor in, I think, Sacramento said, no, 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 we have a confirmed case which we haven't seen the report. So uh-huh. for his sake, we'll say, okay, you know, yeah. until we see the report, okay. And this is just Cameron talking. Right. <clears throat> so it's been around the, the, the metastasis disease. It happened, what, uh, about 20 years ago mm-hmm. in California. Right. Killed a whole bunch. So I was always pushing it, pushing it. And people really didn't take pay attention until it started. the government started going in went down as far as near San Diego and started um, they use a certain term but with you with you I guess they they expired a whole bunch of um, animals or right. birds. Anything with feathers, okay? okay. So <clears throat> they feel that anything with a feather will continue the life of that Newcastle disease. I see. It's a violent yeah. It's a violent Newcastle. It's not the same one as like 20 years ago or 15 mm-hmm. years ago. It's a different strain, like a flu. Okay. Like a flu. Different strain, but the same thing, if you know what I mean. I got you. Well, Cameron, let's let's yeah. do this. Let's let's change gears a little bit. Let's get Cam, with okay. the, who's the district 10 director, back on. And, uh, and by the way, have you ever been to a Modena fight? It's uh, very similar to a chicken fight. They're about the same size anyway. <laughs> So it happens every day in the loft. If you do open breeding, they yeah. do it all the time. Yeah, well, you know what? Um, I've been, I went to a whole bunch of different Modena guys. You guys are a different breed, you know, and so. Yeah, yeah. I went to Jerry Mido Cinco's house. Yeah. Uh, I went to, um, I went to this guy in Nate Spencer. He, he's, uh, yep. he's the late Nate State Spencer. He, he had a whole bunch of birds from all over the world. He, yeah. He had, you know, I mean, you guys are a different breed. I guess so. I guess they all are. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, listen, let's yeah. let's talk about the national um, coming okay. up. Yeah. Uh, January twenty third through the twenty fifth. It's going to be uh, in uh, Amarillo, Texas. That's my old stomping ground. I was I lived there for about fifteen years, and uh, it's very interesting. I mean, dude, I'm I'm from Hawaii. Hawaii is nice and green. Nice and, and green. Yeah, and yeah. Texas, that place is very interesting. I mean, like. I love it. I mean, me and my wife is centralized. Yep. We ate a nice burger, uh-huh. and we had the best shake. I forget what Froms or something like that. Okay. We came out. We had that very distinctive smell, and I was like, "What? Yeah. What is and somebody that? Somebody said, "No, dude." He said, "What is that? The, the stink smell?" And he said, "No, that's cash. That's money. That's that is money. Said, money. Yeah." I said, "Money? What do you mean, money?" He said, "That's how we make our money. That smell." And, I guess there was a cow, cow pass or pasture right behind. Well, said, wow. There's feedlots that are about 20 miles to the west of Amarillo. And when the winds come from the west, uh, you can smell it. 
and uh, it's it's uh, it's it's huge. But you know, I lived there for about sixteen years total, and the people are terrific. The landscape, um, the north part of the panhandle is very flat and brown as you were alluding to then you go about uh five minutes to the uh, 15 minutes to the south and it's the second largest canyon in north america which is the paladero canyon you get right on the cap rock and the elevation changes a great deal it's stunning if you have time really yes it's oh it's it's a it's it's in canyon texas which is about 15 minutes south of amarillo it's worth the drive uh on your sunday before you fly out Drive down and drive to the bottom of the canyon. It'll blow your mind. You had no idea it was there. It's, uh, the, of course, the biggest one being the Grand Canyon and the second biggest being the Paladero Canyon. They're right there. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, go, go, going going back to what you were just talking about, the national. Yes. We want to make it an experience. The experience is when I, um, I do stuff that I like to do. Okay, so uh, here in Hawaii, we had the uh, Hawaii farm fair the hawaii farm fair when i was growing up like you have like fairs that you remember yes. as a child. Fairs, yeah. the, the world is different mm-hmm. so i try to make control what i can control so i i control my own or i i me and my family we host our own show so okay. it's to be to be called ever bird show and ever is a part of town or now that we had to grow with the expand it's called the hawaii pet show okay it's a little elementary show here in um, where i live in my hometown we have a hundred hundred bird pigeon show. We had a two hundred bird chicken show. We have a, a fish show with almost a thousand fish. Oh wow! We have exotic birds. We have food trucks. We have entertainment, craft fair, plant sale. We just have a whole bunch of stuff here. Okay, I mean, I'm just telling you, I'm just trying to tie it in. We enjoy. We get kids off the computers and mm-hmm. into the yard with animals. Sure. Okay, so that's what our our mission here. So with the national. We want to make it an experience. We want to do a, we're trying to grab, touch each of the directors, um, you know, their, their strong points. So I do a lot of promotions. I do a lot of videos uh, and that's my strong point. Okay. Amy Cloplin, who's also the director. Yep. She is actually, uh, she's a semi uh, graphic designer. Mm-hmm. So she's been designing the buckles for every best of read. So okay. when you win the Modena, mm-hmm. you get a buckle. Oh, neat. Um, yeah, a hundred commemorates that. Every um, every person entering the national, you'll be getting a patch, a commemorative patch. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I don't know. Did you see that that that, that new new logo that for the hundred years? Yes, I see. Every like show. It. Yeah. So okay. So that that that. So we're trying to make it an experience. We're trying to make it an experience for the people, the breeders, right? The show, the exhibitors. They got to bring their wife. I got to bring my wife. Everybody got to bring their kids. Mm-hmm. And you don't want them just to be sitting there. We want initially to have something for them to do. And thank you for giving me that 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 suggestion. So maybe later on, email me that name, and I'll put it up. Oh, and sure. Just say, hey, you know. And that's what we want to do. Um, we I was trying to actually on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. At least Thursday, Friday, we have a room. We can put some pigeon videos. Mm-hmm. Or just a room, a social room, so where whoever came mm-hmm. um, can hang out, okay? To hang out. And we do have the junior section. And junior section has been a magnet for our people with their kids. They just have activities. We have coloring. And, and the kids can just hang out there. And the, the breeders who are not showing or their their breeders are not being judged would go and hang out, have coffee near the kids. 
Mm. Um, and I'm sure you have, you have maybe 20 pairs, but that 21st pair is not, that has no room, but mm-hmm. still it's show quality. Right. Here you got a, 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 a young kid who is interested in a king versus a Medina. Right. King or Medina. And that's your opportunity to, hey, little boy, you want a nice pair of king, uh, Medinas. Right. Uh, switch out. You know, if you don't need to, that's, we just need a magnet. We need um, certain areas. We want to make it an experience for everybody. So the National is a pigeon show, but also a banquet. Mm-hmm. We have the auction. We have this, we just want the fellowship. And then if everybody just, you know, want to go certain days, maybe I can make a list and say, hey, if you're not doing anything on Thursday, your breeds are being judged on Friday. Hey, why don't you go down to the Texas Roadhouse? Why don't you go down to, I think the Hobby Lobby in Amarillo is one of the largest Hobby Lobbies. My wife is a, a professional calligrapher. Okay. So she travels the world. She travels the world. She goes to India, Australia. Oh wow! So it's it's her thing to be there with me, mm-hmm. but she's gonna go uh, and uh, how do you say? Um, go find craft things to do. Sure. So she might hold a she might actually hold a calligraphy class after that national. Oh, that'd be kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah. So again, um, <clears throat> people don't realize it. it is a banquet. I think our banquet is about twenty bucks mm-hmm. uh, per person. You get to buy it at the show. Um, you have chicken or beef. Uh, you, you see, you'll see the master breeders, the lifetime achievement. Um, uh, was it the president awards? It's just a time where everybody can just hang out and have a small drink and a fellowship and dinner. Absolutely. What I'm trying to do is get the vendors and say, "Hey, vendor, I'm going to have people sitting um, awkwardness, silent, awkward silence. I'm mm-hmm. going to have people sitting there." a good two three hours give me some of your products and i'll put them in the middle of the table so here me and you sitting down i don't know nothing about you you don't know nothing about me i look at a pigeon uh, catalog and say hmm this probiotic i used it but it's not the best and then you would come about and say no 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 maybe you're using it wrong boom we just made a friend right <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean that's a great idea great idea yeah because see a lot of i'll, I'll be honest have you spoken to a lot of king guys? Uh, yeah, I've got I've got a handful of friends that uh, they're in the king. Okay, mm-hmm. how about how about a roller guy? Oh yeah, 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 Jim Johnson. Um, good, good, good. Okay, so you're one of the few then. Some people stay within. Oh, their I breed. see what you're saying. Well, I don't know. I don't know them because because they're an Indian standout breeder. You know, Dude, you're a pigeon guy. <laughs> that's exactly right. And you know, that's that's a discussion that comes up frequently on the podcast, and really. In general, um, with other Modena breeders, and that is this idea of only showing at district meets and Modena's you know, breed specialty meets, it doesn't help the hobby. And for Modena's, because of the, the cost to get involved and the level of competition that's, uh, the, that's run rampant through it, the best place for us to recruit new Modena breeders is, frankly, from other breeds. If a guy or a gal has had their fill or done so much in the Indian fantail yeah. realm, then that's that's the breeder that that's the fancier that I want to talk to and get them in the Modena hobby because then they're they're already acclimated to uh, the the cost of keeping birds, good birds, and and uh, the the work that's involved, and and now they're they're an easier uh, recruit. But you said something earlier 
that uh, is another issue that we we are constantly dealing with, and that is the the constant shrinkage of the hobby. And social media has increased that um, to an extent that uh, it's unmeasurable. I was at a, a, a District 5 meet two years ago in southern Louisiana, and a uh, guy sitting next to me, we struck, struck up a conversation. He had an accent, and I said, forgive me, but you're clearly not from Louisiana or Texas. Where are you from? And he said, I'm a helicopter pilot from Saudi Arabia. And I thought, wow. I was like, how did you even know this show was here? Um, you know, how did all that happen? And and that's because of the Facebook groups. The, the social media just kind of brought that together. So that needs to really be our, our, our uh, springboard uh, into kind of growing that hobby and getting it out there and, and getting it in front of people and letting them know that this is a backyard hobby they can do. You don't have to live on a farm. You don't have to live on a ranch. You can live in an apartment in, 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 uh, in the Metroplex or, or wherever, and uh, it's a backyard hobby, and we need to get that out there. The National is a good good way to uh, express that and share that with the general public too. So I like the work that you guys are doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah thank you, thank you. And, again, we, we, we are a reflection of our hobby. There you go. We can only be as good as you. I mean, yeah. um, <clears throat> going back to what you think, uh, potential Medina guy, Mm-hmm. They're challenging breeds. A lot of guys are crossing over. The, the hot breed right now, a couple of years back, it was a Portuguese summer. Now it's mm-hmm. the old German owl. Mm-hmm. A lot of West of England guys, a lot of, you know, all different breeders are tapping into West uh, old German owls because of the frills and the, the rosette. And Modino was the big guys way back when. Mm-hmm. But I guess you guys, you know, there's only, once, uh, only a few people win because they have the best stud. Yeah. It gets kind of, uh, I don't want to go. No, I, it, that's the challenge. That's the challenge. No, we you know. never know. Oh no, we see it. And, and that's, uh, the beautiful thing about it is that we are seeing young men and women. And when I say young, I mean, thirties and forties who are getting in to the Modena hobby. And, uh, it's exciting to see them. It, it's exciting to see what they're doing. And, uh, they kind of motivate me. You know, I've, I'm kind of like you. I've, I've, had pigeons my entire life. My dad had them since uh, since he was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And so uh, you kind of get after time. You know, my son he has a few Chinese owls, but he's uh, getting ready to go off to college, and you know he's kind of lost interest in them. He's kind of my loft manager. He feeds them because I'm on the road so but you, much. But it is a have faith because we all need to walk away and realize pigeon people are very special people. Oh, sure. You don't realize that until you 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 talk to people and tell them tell tell him promote, promote, express, and share what he does. And chicks like guys with birds. Well, you know, I think you kind of lose them. uh, When they hit about 15, 16, you lose them to the fumes. Uh, That's gas fumes and perfumes. They they seem to like uh, dating and cars. So, you know, they kind of do that. I did the same thing, you know. I got got out when I was uh, probably 16, 17, uh, moved away a couple of years, three, four years later. Uh, in fact, you know, get a little further up there, maybe uh, five, six years later, um, got back in. And, uh, you know, other than a short time and a move or two, they've been with me in some form or fashion. So, yeah, they'll kind of stick with it. So hopefully the National does that. Hopefully it's a showcase for people in the public to see. And uh, we need to uh, – I know what we're doing. Uh, we'll be uh, broadcasting live uh, most of the time while we're there and interviewing uh, Modena breeders uh, and uh, putting out special episodes from 
the national and a little video as well. I saw our our Modena national our national Modena club secretary Jackie Loomis last year or the year before last at the yeah. national. She yeah. uh, she took an iPad, went on the Facebook page, set it up at the yeah. judging area, and just let it go live. Just a yeah. live stream. That's, 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 what, that's what I've been doing ever since Facebook has that live feature. Oh, it's true. Um, the, the only problem is not everybody is on that same. Well, I think Amarillo is pretty cool. Uh, Amarillo is central, so not yeah. too bad. No, when no. I was doing a whole bunch of Hawaii and uh, California, nobody was up. Everybody was either ready to sleep oh, or yeah, dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was doing my live, um, yeah, and that's what I'm going to do. My wife is a professional photographer, also. She she does most of our my photography, okay. and I do the video. So I'm going to actually and I step back a little bit. Thank you so much for doing this podcast. I tried to play around with the podcast. I had my own Podbean and account. I, yeah, I had like ten subscribers, and I said, I just had to tell them, you know what, dude, I don't have time. Right. Uh, it is. Uh, I, I'm more Facebook, mm-hmm. Yahoo, MeWe kind of guy. So I will on YouTube. I will be doing a whole bunch of Facebook Live. Cool. Being that I do have a whole bunch of Facebook pages geared directly to the national. Okay. I think uh, if you go on Facebook, you look on the national grant, grand national update. You got the NPA. Um, I'll just do one on the. The National Pigeon Association Facebook and Friends, which yep. you're a member, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. So if anybody wants to be a member, make sure you request, but you need to answer the question of being inundated by people who um, go on and who want to uh, sell their pigeons and we don't understand their English or they don't even have English. <laughs> yes. This is an international thing. We would love yeah. to entertain that, but you need to. The platform is an English platform. It's stated you need to speak English just right. because it's a, you know, we need to know what you're t- selling. Right. Uh, this is not being any in no such way, um, excluding people of different race, That's color, right. or language. But everybody's it's stated we need to speak English. Okay. So I will be doing a lot of Facebook lives. Very good. And some of the guys who didn't wasn't able to get there, they said. My live sessions made them feel comfortable because you know Steve Sinclair and Noel Sinclair, right? And their former secretaries. Well, there's a big. I'm sure you go to some major. Uh, how do you say? Uh, bucket list shows mm-hmm. around the country, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's this one, the Iowa Pigeons okay. on the Prairie. Yep. Yeah, the uh, Des Moines. Right? Right. Des Moines was having a hard time uh, keeping afloat. Yeah. Steve and I think uh, don't get me wrong, but Steve uh, and his wife, their former NCA secretaries, mm-hmm. uh, they had a they actually went and um, uh, took over or helped as much as possible. Yeah. Um. To you know to make that that, that thing stay afloat. Yep. So yeah. So we you know which which exact. Show. Okay, so they, they spend all their energies on that show. They can't make the national. And this is 100 years. So a lot of people who came, being there, being there, a lot of people are coming old. <laughs> sure. They can't make it. They can't make it. So I want to make sure I'll put it on Facebook as much as possible. And if you, if I find you, I'll be there on Wednesday morning. I'll yeah. make sure, let's have a little interview. Absolutely. Uh, like, you know. 
And in Hawaii, what we say, we, we go talk story. We go talk pigeon. Okay. It's ironic because you know how uh, everybody has their own dialect of English, if you right. know what I mean, their accent. Hawaii, being as a plan, Hawaii main, um, uh, main industry was the sugar industry. So okay. the sugar companies brought in people from Japan, Philippines, Portugal, uh, everywhere. And you have a whole crew of guys who don't speak that much English, okay. broken English. So you would have different di- uh, different uh, sayings, different ways of talking. And we call it pidgin English, Okay, ironically. So yeah. if you hear some, if you don't understand me or when I'm talking, I say, oh, what's up, brother? How you doing? We'll get the fuku over there. And he's like, what? Yeah, I don't know what that but is. But it's pidgin English. Okay. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I, don't know what a, I don't know what a puku is. And uh, I, if I picked it up, yeah. I probably would grab the wrong thing. Yeah, a puku is a hole. <laughs> so it's a hole. It's a, it's a hole. Okay. But in, it's, it's, you would use, it's funny because you would use a Japanese word, a Portuguese word, a Filipino word, a Korean word, and make a sentence. And some of the people here who still, still speak pidgin English would understand you. Wow. But of course, you know, we're trying to become a better, better culture. <laughs> right, right, right. And we try to talk very good English, you sure. know, but, so, but it is, it's just funny when I talk to people in Hawaii, they say, I do p- pigeon. Oh yeah. They go, Oh, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like that? You're a linguistic? Right, um, right. No, 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 no. I do the birds. The actual birds. Yeah. So, well, and everybody's, you know, in every uh, part of the country has got its own dialect. You're right. Texas has got its own, of course. And, Louisiana's yeah. got its own. You get up north in the northeast. Yeah. The Yanks yeah. talk a little different up there, and yeah. uh, that's that's yeah. all. But that's what makes it great. That's what makes this uh, show yeah. great. Kama, thank yeah. you for uh, for oh, thank you. getting up so early in the morning uh, to. Allow, <laughs> I got to tell you guys what happened. We were going to try and do this late in the night. I was trying to accommodate his time, and then he said, "What about tomorrow?" And I said, uh, "The Cowboys play at three, um, and it's the last game of the year, and it's pretty important. Uh, so, you know, any time before or after that, and he said, how about 10-year time? And then I did the math, and that's six-year time. Yes, it is. Yeah, no interest. That's in- how passionate. That's how passionate I am about pigeon. Yeah. I'll wake up this early for you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you sure did. And, again, uh, thank you for uh, for uh, getting up and getting on the line with us. Uh, everybody, that is Cam Detanigan. I'm saying that right, right? Hey, hey, dude. That's good. Close enough. Actually, that's good. There's several ways, but yeah. That's let's, good. let's go that if way. If anybody sees that at the National, please say hello. Come by and say, say hello, hello to, to Cam. Take a selfie. All right, Cam. We'll take care, and we'll see you at the National. Aloha. Aloha. Aloha, brother. There he was. That was Cam DeTanagan. I, I, I'm going to say the best I can. DeTanagan. Uh, who's the District 10 director uh, there in uh, uh, Hawaii. Uh, he's responsible for Hawaii and California and Mexico. Uh, great guy, great investor for the hobby. Uh, so, again, uh, appreciate you guys uh, listening in and getting up early. A couple things I do want to talk about. Let's uh, put a reminder out real quick for that national. It's in Amarillo, Texas, January 23rd through the 25th at the Amarillo Civic Center. That's in downtown Amarillo, Texas. It's a of stomping grounds. Live there for decade and a half a lot of great things to do there a lot of great people so make sure even if you don't if you didn't get your entry form in which was due on the 23rd of december if you didn't get it in make plans to go 
go and and hang out with other uh, fanciers and 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 talk the hobby. And uh, in, in you know what, even even if you don't have birds in the show, it's very free uh, to go there and just kind of float around and see what you want and. You know, you're not responsible for shagging birds or anything like that. It's still a great time for you and your family, and that is the uh, National Pigeon Association's 100th centennial anniversary show, uh, January 23rd through the 25th. And uh, we're about ready to sign off one more time. My name is Daryl Bunker. Listen, we talked about this once before, but if you're interested in sponsoring the Modena Cast, uh, drop me a line at Daryl, D-A-R-Y-L, at DarylFellsburg.com and uh, we're happy to promote your business, your club, whatever uh, to uh, help pay for this equipment and this time. So again, thank you for listening to the Modini Cast. I'm Daryl Felsberg. We'll catch you guys in the show hall.